0: As we revealed across the Limerick Today show yesterday, Limerick will receive a new 24-hour bus service as part of plans announced by the National Transport Authority. The NTA says the new bus network is a key element of Bus Connects Limerick that seeks to transform the city's bus system. Improved services and faster journeys are being promised. Now Live 95 Nigel Dugdale, he was all over this yesterday as we well know. He was in with us before he went and he was in with us briefly uh, after he came back from the briefing and we promised we'd bring him back into the studio this morning to talk to us in more detail. Good morning again to you Nigel. Good morning
1: Joe. So give us a little background as to what Bus Connects is. Okay, so Bus Connects is basically, it's a programme which is being created by the NTA, the National Transport Authority, to improve the bus services across main Irish cities. So Cork, Dublin, Galway, Limerick are being looked at. Um, What's happening in Limerick? So this, we have this thing called the Limerick-Shannon-Metropolitan-Area-Transport-Strategy. People will start to hear the word LS-MATS. And it's it's an important strategy because what it's going to do is look at how it can fundamentally change how people move about Limerick. And not just use cars. So how, whether they cycle, whether they walk, whether they... Um, so all the greenways, things like that fit into this sort of a thing.
0: Can I just make a point about uh-huh. acronyms? Yes. The whole approach here is to, to try and simplify yeah. this. And allow as many of our listeners as possible to understand what is going to have an impact on their lives. If they never take a bus, what's being proposed here will have an impact on their lives. And we'll come to that in a moment. There's a lot of acronyms. Yeah, our and it does get confusing.
1: And I think the, f- the frustrating thing for people as well is that when we were talking about South Circular Road last week, that fits into LS mats. When you start to talk around the greenways or how you get out to UL via bike lane, all of this stuff fits in under that one umbrella. And if you don't fundamentally understand what the umbrella is, you know it's hard to get it. But really what it is in an overarching way, it's trying to figure out how we move about Limerick going forward. As population is going to increase, we were a small county town, remember, and our access routes into the in and out of the city were quite small so as the population increases we won't all be able to drive because we'll just be sitting there for hours so they have to figure out how we'll move about and there's look they're looking at train lines out to Moira and possibly out to shannon so all of this but coming back to what was happened yesterday this new um bus connects program fits into all of this um, ls mats. so what they're looking at with limerick is there's going to be a redesign of the network which was launched yesterday and there's now a public consultation for that. They'll build a new build a new network of corridors and cycle lanes. They'll change how the ticketing system works, go cashless. They'll make a simpler fare structure. So if you are changing buses, you won't have to pay another €2 euro to get on the second bus. It'll simply be one ticket. Uh, you'll have new bus livery, which is basically how the buses look. Uh, there'll be new shelters and stops. There'll be park and ride facilities at certain points of the city. And then there'll be a zero emissions fleet, so there'll be an electric system. But what we got yesterday was how the new route is going to look and that over the next six weeks people are going to be able to consult and look in detail and I did that last night and it's starting to make me go oh this is going to be fun um but yeah so that's what happened yesterday some of the key aspects of um what we're going to look at with the new network they're looking to improve increase uh 70 percent in bus services across Limerick City and suburbs so what we have at the moment is going to be 70 percent increased, uh, there'll be shorter waits, obviously more direct routes, there'll be simpler networking schedules, the bus numbers will change to be a much more simple service um, you'll have additional so, services So people
0: can't be given out about the, the old bus number, yeah. it'll, three, be number three, two. it'll be number
1: 2, number 3, number 4, 5 oh. from Yeah, yeah, yeah so the, 304 is
0: because a... the 304, I mean to be honest the 304 has made many a show for us over the years so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, But it'll be easier for us to know which one they are I think, um, additional services at weekends, so I think they, you know for instance on Sunday days, I think they start at around 11 o'clock before you can get a bus, and so now that's going to be much easier. And then there's the big one. You'll have the 24 hour bus route that will connect University Hospital Limerick, uh, City Centre and University of Limerick. And We spoke about you when you're on the jar out in town and needing to get through the city. You'll be able to do that now without having to get a taxi. Um, so that's really what we have. And, and, and I presume
0: part of the um, thinking here is to keep fares low.
1: Keep fares low, but also, interestingly, and what was mentioned yesterday at the press conference, Limerick is doing very well. We are up by 19% since 2019 in terms of people using the buses. So we have a younger population. We have, you know, we have a growing population, people working in younger companies, you know, so they need to get about. Not everybody does choose the car to get around. Some people use their heads and say, I'll save a few bob. So if the bus service is working, and they are choosing the bus now. So the fact that the, increases, the demand has increased by 19% means that... Better services, more will use it.
0: And we know that traditionally, and we saw this with the 310 route, didn't we, from Anacotti into the city centre, to Castro, all of that, that if it is not viable commercially, the state does need to step in. They either need to step in through the likes of Bus Aaron, or they need to step in by subsistence measures for the commercial operator. And the 310 came back after a couple of months' hiatus, and it's actually more frequent now and running, you know, I think, early morning to reasonably late at night at this stage. So so there's all of that. I mean, this is never going to be a scenario where the state can be hands off,
1: right? I lived in London and for about six years, my favourite part of London was the transport network because you felt you were part of society. I never drove in London. But the reason was that every minute of my waking hours, if I walked out my front door, I could either get a bus or a train to get into central London or out of central London. So when you have a system that works, and the problem we have is a lot of our buses, once they hit certain points parkway roundabout for instance you're just stuck in traffic the ul route if you're in ul and it's a busy time of the day the bus is sitting in traffic in ul there is no point in being on a bus not not just buses though i mean the traffic
0: now that we're back to close to full capacity most of the time at the university of limerick i feel sorry for people you know students
1: and people working there as do i can be forever in traffic yeah and imagine if you were in Imagine if a bus from UL every day was zipping past the traffic because it had its own dedicated bus lane and also had maybe mechanisms when you do get to pinch points that the bus would be allowed to overtake transport and you get into the city in 15 minutes. People will eventually say, I'm not sitting in my car for an hour. So how are they going to manage that now? Now, These are the magic lights, Joe. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, there is a much simpler but what we were talking about with the South Circle Road and these things about lights flicking on when you're on a bicycle and all that, ignore that. There is a system apparently that is used around the world now where GPS technology from buses will hit traffic lights at certain points and when they know the bus is coming it'll just communicate with the light. The light will change for the cars, the bus will be able to manoeuvre its way past the traffic and then the lights go back for the cars. So, And it does exist, it's much easier. But Sorry. in terms of UL, there's a proposal for an entirely new road. So, m- looking at it last night. At the moment, what happens with UL? and Any students that will go to UL will know. You go in the area down there by the Castle Joy Park Hotel. You turn left in the bus. Will go up by the stables and it will with, up, the up, with, with the flags on top of the flags exactly. Recuse. And then you'll emerge through those little white pillars that are further down the campus. That's how the bus near the UL it, Arena near the UL Arena. Now, what's going to happen is they're going to build a new cycle or sorry, a new bus like a new bus a little corridor that goes straight from the stables onto Plassey Park Road. So literally in between Milford Care Centre and where the credit union is in but I'm hearing last night there has recently been a an infinity forest or an infinity woodland planted in that specific area which was all done by the community and that what's looking like that route might well be digging up that infinity for us. So that might be our first little bit of um right. of an issue that might arise.
0: Okay, we're going to take a short break, now. There's an awful lot in this and we won't get to all of it even this morning and I know you'll be coming back in and out to us and talking about specific elements of it as well. But um, after that we'll talk a bit more to you and um, we want to hear from Anne Graham as well. She is the boss. She is uh, the uh, CEO of the National Transport Authority and she was down for the briefing as well. Well in Limerick.
2: Text Limerick today now on 086 123 9595. Make the world your playground on limericktravel.ie. Since 1971, Limerick Travel have been specialists in the art of travel. And now you can begin your next journey with us online on LimerickTravel.ie. Book on holidays, city breaks, hotels, flights and car hire. You don't have to pay too much to enjoy the world. Without a travel agent, you're on your own. We're fully licensed and bonded. Just click, book and go on LimerickTravel.ie. Deliveroo presents Decision Time. With 10 euro off your first order, how will you choose? Let dreamy noodles slip and slurp into your Mm. thoughts. But you hear pizzas, cheesy strings playing on your mind. Oh, but now you're caught between two burger buns. You want everything. So what's it to be? Use code 10IRELAND for €10 Euro off your first delivery. Deliveroo. Food. We get it. Feast, and geographical restrictions apply. New customers only. Minimum order €15. Euro. Excludes 18 plus products. Ends February 26, 2623 See Deliveroo.ie for details.
0: For over 20 years, CarZone has been the trusted name in Ireland's motoring marketplace, bringing one million car buyers and sellers together every month. And now, buying or selling a car has never been easier on CarZone with expert tools and advice. Download the CarZone app or check out carzone.ie. CarZone, Ireland's trusted motoring marketplace. Tams 3 investment boost for farmers. For more in your farmer's journal, here's Paul Mooney. From cattle fencing to
2: cavern cameras, we reveal 50 new items eligible for grant aid. Find out how you can secure up to 60% funding for many items. Solar panels for your house and sheds, increased grants for sheep and suckler farmers, money for bale splitters, tillage and slurry equipment, and a new package of grants
1: for farmers with horses.
0: Plus, don't miss your free 24-page kids' newspaper inside this week's Irish farmer's journal. On sale now. No. i the number one cup. The best football league in the world is right here. This comes up the, the Premier League Live, powered by Talk Sport. Join me, Trevor Welsh, exclusively online at live95.ie. A winner, the gold, not the silver,
1: oh.
2: Saturdays, i bring you live commentary from the biggest games. We'll go behind the scenes to get the best pre match analysis, and we'll have our own exclusive interviews. Number one cup.
0: The Premier League Live. Harvey Norman, your home of the big screen. Energy. Listen every Saturday exclusively online at live95.ie or download the Live 95 app.
2: Your views, your news, your lyric today with Jonah on live.
1: Okay, so, Anne, do you want to just explain some of the key highlights from what
2: you're announcing today and what the next stage is? So what we're announcing today is a new enhanced network of services, bus services for Limerick City. And what we've presented today is a much improved service, 70% additional services right across the city, better coverage, better frequency, uh, first 24-hour service for um, for Limerick, looking at better evening and weekend services. So very significant investment um, by the government in Limerick City bus services. But this is about the network. It's about looking at where uh, the network is going and we want the public's feedback on our plans because it's only a draft now. Um, and after that then, as part of the whole Bus Connects programme, we're looking at uh, ensuring that there's better bus priority so that the bus system is much more efficient and doesn't get caught up in traffic. How much has this new plan fed into where we
1: think people are going to live and uh, where that, where that spread is coming? Because obviously this is a plan for the future.
2: So we don't do this on our own, the NTA. We work very closely with Bus Aaron uh, and with Limerick City and County Council and Clare County Council because they and their development plans and their councillors know where the development is going to happen, know where the economic development, and know what the plans are for the future. So building that in to a network sh- to ensure that it's fit for purpose and will allow the city region to grow that's what this uh, uh, network is about, is ensuring that we can grow this uh, the city and and serve the city better you know, for its uh, new, uh, growing population. The routes from Castle Troy
1: and from uh, Athlunkard and from the Ennis Road will hit O'Connell Street. <laughs> and O'Connell Street has been an interesting project in Limerick over the last couple of years. There's been talk of it being a two-way bus corridor with maybe no cars on it. Have we plans yet for O'Connell Street? What is the long-term plan and vision for O'Connell Street now that the Physical design is done.
2: Well, I think that's the next stage, uh, you know, and we'll have to work very closely with uh, Limerick City and County Council on that. Um, our view is that you know we have to provide for bus priority through the city. So what li- what alignment that is, but one way or the other, the buses, you know, in, t- in order to ensure that they are reliable, need end to end, hundred percent priority wherever that is. But it does have to be through the city centre in some location.
1: And final question. This is all part of LS Maths. We're looking at how we move people about. It's one of the most fundamental questions around the city. We recently saw a vote on an active travel plan from the South Circular Road into the city and councillors unfortunately or fortunately voted for a part of the route that looks on paper to be quite unsafe. Is it something the NTA can fund?
2: Well, we have to look at that in more detail. We haven't actually seen what has been decided yet. It's only a couple of days ago. So, yeah, we'll be reviewing the plans to see from our point of view whether it's still a fundable scheme.
0: Okay, so that is Anne Graham there, the Chief Executive of the NTA who was at that Bus Connects briefing in Limerick yesterday, as was Live 95's Nigel Dogdale. Uh, One question that listeners have been asking us is, does this bus connects and the 70% increase in bus routes that uh, you've been talking about move out into County Limerick into more rural areas beyond the suburbs.
1: So th- there is a, and I need to look into what exa- what we were looking at yesterday is the metropolitan sort of uh, city link. So th- what we're looking at here, there was an extension of a route out to Arden th- which will be a little bit more um, it- it'll be more regular uh, Anacotti, there's an extra section of Anacotti down towards Ashling Anacotti um, that's how far it'll go towards that side. And then what we're looking at into, into Castle Troy, into Avenue and Moy Ross. There's a new Dock Road and further out to Raheen, taking in the Mungret area. So that's how far this project stretches. The other project is looking more at how you connect the connectivity of county towns. And I will look into that and come back to you. But that wasn't part of yesterday's project. This is more the, the urban right. aspect.
0: So again, you mentioned one of the proposals from what you've been studying there relating to a, a new road into UL, f- uh, dedicated to buses um, and you talked as well about the tech approaching traffic lights give us a sense of what else you're seeing and uh, how the routes will work in, in the areas that are being covered by it.
1: So there are going to be some losers in this, right? There are When I say losers, they are looking at where people live and how fast you'll be able to get to to maybe get a bus so looking at UL, the big change there is that there's going to be one access point there's that. We spoke about the extension of the route to Anacotti which will take in Karakin and Ashling Anakati, there's one. The Bally Simon Road, interestingly, the buses, certain buses now will go down the Bally Simon Road. That section has been taken out, and it looks like where that new hospital is being built and where the school is being built down in the Bally Simon area. There'll be a new road that'll link in with the Blood Mill Road. So that's where the bus will go. It'll connect onto the Blood Mill Road and hit the bottom of Childers Road. So you won't currently be going down. Which means that certain people working on the Bally Simon Road will actually lose out on a birth service. They'll have to travel a bit further. So, that's right, a... and I
0: presume part of that is the fact that you can imagine what the pinch point will be like for traffic in the Bally Simon area with Northern Trust, the hospital being built due to be open in January 2025 and the new school, the Educate Together exactly. School, due
1: to open in September. And that new bus route will take you right into the heart of all of that new stuff, being able to connect you to Castle Troy one way and then back into the city fairly quickly along the Bloodmill Road on the other way. Um, a section of the Children's Road that we know from buses, just from the Parkway Roundabout down to Bloodmill Road, that's now gone. So there'll be that, that will, will be gone as part. Will, will of the be proposal. removed as part of the bus. You won't actually come from the Parkway and head down Children's Road. That you'll be using the Bloodmill Road link that we just spoke about previously to connect on to that Children's Road. But that little section from. Parkway roundabout down to uh, the Blood Mill Road right. area. So people living in that Lydwood those areas... Park and others, yeah, they will probably lose out that little connectivity. But again, and I was looking at this last night, whilst... Now, for older people, this may have an impact because if you have to travel an extra 100 metres, that can be fundamentally difficult oh, for, for, for people yeah, carrying for, bags, yeah, etc. Yeah, so mobility issues. there aren't yeah. that many that will lose. St. Patrick's Road there where the church is, Bridget's Church, that loses a little bit of a section um, based upon the new way the road is being designed. There's an area around Prospect Hill, Sarsville Barracks. There's, a, there's, there's an area which has a bus service there. That is gone. Um the North Circular Road, interesting. I was looking at this last night, and on Google Maps, I was going in and realised there is no bus service for the North Circular Road. There will be one that'll go down along uh, Condell Road, and will link up then out at Kuna. But you know, so there are quite a number of areas that still aren't. You know, if you're living right in the heart to them and you're older, you and, and then out Raheen side. So Raheen said, we have a new. Dock Road, interesting project. The Dock Road hasn't previously had a bus going down it, so we'll be able to get a bus here right outside the station, and that'll continue right out to Mungret. There's an extension of areas around in towards Mungret, um, the new Mungret College area, so buses will be served there. There's... Uh, So Dock Road, Ennis Road is getting its... I didn't realise there wasn't a bus service on the Ennis Road, but that's where you're getting a new link. The University of Limerick North Campus, you'll be able to get some buses that'll head across there. But interestingly, you can't get out the other side onto the Clare side of the campus. So if, you know, I was talking to Anne Graham yesterday and I said, you know, would it not make sense for people to be able to get a bus from Corbally? going away from the city and linking into UL from the north side of the campus but that isn't happening you know so um Ardencross is getting its first connection properly and then you've the Raheen industrial estate are all proposed to have new all day routes right so there's an awful lot in this. There's and
0: a lot I, in it. Um, and I know you mentioned yesterday what the, the timeline, just to remind... So we
1: have, I think we're in, we're in now a six, seven week consultation range around April. There'll be public consultation um, gatherings as well, so people will be able to look at this. And really, they, public consultation is very important for people. If you feel that you're going to lose out or that you're gaining and you want to celebrate the fact that you're gaining, that's what public consultation is. If you don't, simply write an email to the email that's on their website and say, is, well, I'll get that, yeah, okay. I'll, I'll get later on. I just okay, didn't bring give, that in to me. Me, yeah. But the point is that the consultation is about being able to have your vote, even if you're supportive, because they need to have that feedback. And if people ignore the consultation, they say, well, look, we'll just go on and do it anyway.
0: Right, but it is important that listeners appreciate this is a pretty radical change and it will have an impact in the city and
1: suburbs. And will feed also then into all the other stuff about how you move around. And, you know, there will be people who probably think it's not going to affect me I drive a car. Think about What your children are going to be doing and how they'll move about, and do you want to see? And it's also about investability. You know, people are choosing. But it will affect you if you drive a car, because surely bus priority will impact. There is that point, and that is the question around. And this is where the next phase is. You know, and a lot, a lot of roads around
0: Limerick are currently that little bit narrower for cars because of cycle lanes, and so you know something's
1: got to give. and and, And what's
0: going to give? And it looks like it's public policy is to yeah. dissuade people from using cars as much as possible around Limerick City.
1: Yes, and I, but I do also think that, you know, this the, the signalisation idea is interesting. Now, I had a business person who came back, and one, one, one message that did come through, very little detail in Bus Connects, the LS Max, which was the umbrella I spoke about earlier, there's an intention to create a two-lane corridor on O'Connell Street by removing cars. Now that has been a worry since day one when they were designing O'Connell Street. And if you look at all the lovely work that was designed for people to enjoy, now it's looking like uh, the cars will be removed from O'Connell Street potentially with buses only. And Anne Graham touched on that earlier. There was no, she didn't give a yes or a no. But also they're looking at Sarsfield Bridge. This is all in LS Matts. But, 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 but
0: LS Max did have the two-way bus corridor in it, didn't that's it? That's the point. And, and the LS Matts plan, th- that's not draft at this stage, it's the plan. Yeah, that's
1: the plan, uh, but, but there will be, obviously, there's going to be... That's the limerick shannon with Metropolitan, Metropolitan area transport, transport, transport strategy. strategy, sorry, just to... Yeah. Yeah. So the worry is, then you're also looking at uh, uh, Sarsfield Bridge, they were looking at removing cars from Sarsfield Bridge as well, and making that purely buses and cycling. So, that so, it's so, good so just, just to cars, be clear about this, yeah. Nigel,
0: there is nothing really to suggest. I mean, Anne Graham, as you say, didn't uh, deny nor did she confirm about the two-way bus corridor. But currently, it's in the plan. It's so in the there's plan. No, there's, you know, yeah. it is if I understand this correctly, official current policy to have the two-way bus corridor. Is that right or wrong?
1: It is the intention of the NTA and Limerick City and County Council to remove general traffic from O'Connell Street in order to eliminate delays to bus services and to facilitate the redevelopment of Limerick City Centre by maximising accessibility to the core. That is Measure B-C-2 in LS Matz in relation to O'Connell Street and in relation to Sarsfield Bridge. It is the intention of the NTA and Limerick City and County Council to examine the feasibility of removing general traffic from Sarsfield Bridge in order to to reduce delays to strategic. So, cost despite
0: services. despite people running around the place, going oh, the truth of the matter is. That is policy. That's what's in the right. document. Right. So, so the the intention, to use their expression, is that you will have the revitalised O'Connell Street, but you will have to accept that if you're in there, you will regularly have buses going both ways. And as somebody said no to me cars. yesterday,
1: we wanted O'Connell Street to be like Grafton Street. Instead, we're going to wind up with Dawson Street. Right. So.
0: Okay. Well, listen, I know Stephen Kent is the CEO of Bus Air, and we'll get back to that because you were talking to him about electrification, for example, of the bus service, as we've again shown there there's a massive amount in this so you will be keeping an eye on it live 95 news will, Limerick today will it's a, it's of serious implication by the way for a lot of you listening this morning so make sure that you're across it if you want to have your say during the public consultation live 95 nigel dogdale thank you
2: whatsapp limerick today now on 0861239595